summertime. Everybody's getting used to sleeping in, sleeping late. Fantastic. But you got to be a little awake this morning. I'm glad that you're with us. If you're watching online, you're probably still in your PJs. Good morning to you. We're glad that you're worshiping with us as well. Glad that so many of you have come out to, to worship in person with us. Uh, as, we're, as we're getting the summer rolling, uh, I think I've mentioned one of the things we like so much about the summer is its lack of routine, its, its flexibility, uh, the fact that you, you don't necessarily have to plan as much. You can be a little more spontaneous, and so uh, you may spur of the moment, invite somebody over to your house, or uh, spur of the moment, decide to go to the pool or to the lake, or uh, spur of the moment, go over to somebody's house, have ice cream at 9 o'clock at night, right? This is part, it's part of the beauty of uh, summer, just go to Brewster's anytime, day or night that you want to. You don't have to plan for these sort of things. You can just go and do them. Kids have sleepovers during the summer, maybe a little more often than they do uh, during the school year. Have sleepovers in the middle of the week, right? Have sleepovers at various kids' houses. Be honest, parents, some of you don't know where your kids are half of the summer. They just kind of hop from place to place, and, and you're hoping that they land somewhere that's uh, uh, safe and they're going to be protected. But that's one of the great things about summer is, is this lack of routine planning. Just kind of have a cookout uh, whenever you want. Just spur of the moment, uh, make decisions. But there are some things you, you still have to plan for uh, in the summer. If, if you're going on vacation this summer... At some point, you have to plan to do that, right? It, it, it has to transform from being this thing you want to do to this thing that you plan to do, um, especially this summer, uh, because everybody wants to get away this summer, making up for last summer. Everybody wants to go away this summer, so hopefully, if you're planning to go, you've already figured out the condo or the hotel or the VRBO or the Airbnb or the campground. You've already got your res reservations. You've already made a plan for where you're going to end up because you do have to do a little bit of planning, right? You have to decide where you want to go and how long you want to stay and uh, how you're going to get there. You're going to travel by car. If you're going to fly, that's a whole other set of planning that you have to do. So in the midst of all this flexibility, you got to have some details. You, you, you've got to make some plans. Are, are you going to take games with you to the beach? What are you going to pack? You can't take the whole house. What, what are you going to pack? How, what, uh, how many sets of clothes do you need? How many times are you going to go out to eat? you got to think through these things and have a little bit of a strategy. How are we going to keep the kids occupied in the car ride down so we don't kill each other on the way to the greatest vacation ever? How much money do we need to take with us? What are we going to do with the pets while we're gone? Who's going to get our mail? Do the flowers need to be watered? I mean, you're almost exhausted before you get on vacation just from planning to go on vacation. But vacation takes a plan. It takes some details. Every summer we take a a vacation with my extended family, sometimes with my wife's extended family, um, my mom, my sisters, the nephews. We all go away together, and this happens every single year. We know we're going to do this trip every year. And yet, at some point between Christmas and June, somebody has to say, usually it's my sister, who says, hey, we, we have to make a reservation if we want to go. We've got to decide where we're going, and we have to pick a place. Can somebody 
answer my emails so that we can pick a place. It has to become a plan at some point. It has to move from the realm of ideas to planning. Now, now when it comes to our spiritual life, if if you're new this Sunday, what we've been talking about in this series is how do we avoid a spiritual slump in the summertime? Because it can be tempting to kind of drift away from spiritual discipline, spiritual activity during the summer. How do we avoid that? How do we instead... Make the summer a time of spiritual growth. In order to do that, you need a plan. You need to commit to certain things. You, you, you need to add some details to the idea of, I, I don't want to be in a spiritual slump this summer. I don't want to drift away from the Lord this summer. You need a plan. Now, I, I gave you kind of part one of a plan way back in the, in the first message, and, and it was just simply this. A plan looks like this. I will be in worship when I'm in town. Be in worship when you're in town. That's a plan. Like, that's a detail. That's a, that is more than, you know, I want to be spiritually strong through the summer. That's an action step. When I'm in town, I'm going to worship with God's people. I'm going to participate in worship. I'm going to show up. We're going to study the Bible together. Be in worship. When you're in town, and, and if you're out of town, join us online, enjoy your vacation, but when you're in town, make the commitment that's so that it's already decided. You're not having to figure that out every weekend. If I'm in town, I'm going to be in worship. Otherwise, without a plan, without some level of commitment and detail, any reason becomes a good reason to be lazy. Have you found that? Like, if you haven't made a commitment, like, if, if you haven't decided this is what we do as a family, this is our spiritual commitment as a family, these are the details of our spiritual plan, any reason becomes a good reason to not be where you know you should be. Any reason becomes a good reason to be just a little bit spiritually lazy over the summer. So what I want to do is I... I, just really practical today, more practical than normal even. I just want to give us some practical commitments you and I could make during this summer to help us avoid a spiritual slump, summer 2021. It's good to remember that the Bible commends planning. The Bible is not opposed to planning. The Bible commends planning. Here's a couple examples. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Planning leads to profit. It leads to gain. It means to, to making positive ground. Not, not just financially profiting, but profiting in your spiritual life, profiting in your personal life. Planning leads to profit. Here's another example, Proverbs 24, 27. Put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house, which is just a, a way of saying, have a plan. Like make some priorities. What comes first in your life? What are you going to do first? What are you going to prioritize first above everything else? There's certain seasons that you can only get certain things done. You can only plant certain seasons. You can only harvest certain seasons. So you need to have a priority, a plan for what you need to do most right now. Have a plan. Have some details. 
Jesus is making a bigger point ultimately about counting the cost of discipleship, but this is the metaphor he uses, this is the illustration he uses in Luke 14. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Like one of Jesus' illustrations was, if you were launching into some project, you would plan for that. You would get an idea of what step you should take first and what should come second. You, you would have some blueprint in mind about how you're going to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. So my suggestion today, my suggestion today is let's have a plan this summer. Let's, let's decide, not just abstract, not, not just the idea, because that's what happens sometimes. People fall in love with an idea. That's a great idea. We should do that someday. You ever heard that? We should do that someday. One day, we should get around to accomplishing that. I, I think Sunday mornings is one of the prime times when we have great ideas, right? Worship Sunday morning is, uh, it's a lot about inspiration. We're inspired by the Word. We're inspired by the Holy Spirit. And often we leave the church thinking, I should really do that, but we don't make a plan to do it. We have the idea, same thing in our personal lives. We have a lot of ideas of things we would like to accomplish, things we would like to do, but unless we put a plan in place, those things will stay in the realm of ideas. Here's, here's how it works. Ideas become reality when we have a plan. Our ideas, goals, which goals are great, ideas are great, dreams, hopes. That's a wonderful realm to start in, but that realm doesn't become reality until I have a plan to accomplish that dream, until I, until I have some action steps that will help me accomplish whatever idea I have. I, I was listening to a, a podcast with author John Acuff this last week, and, and John said, you can pine or you can plan. You can pine, me, meaning you can think about, you can consider, you can let it roll around in your head, you can hope. You can wish, you can, you can have these ideas, or you can make a plan to bring those ideas into reality. So here we are, getting started with summer, all this flexibility, all, all of this lack of routine for many of us, a different sort of schedule. I just want to give you some suggestions of a way you could plan to grow spiritually. Now, before I get there, these aren't commands from me. Okay, these aren't Ken's 10 commands for the summer or Ken's however many plans there, uh, commands there are. These aren't commands for you. I, I'm not commanding that we should all do all of these things. Chances are nobody can do all of the things I'm going to talk about today. You probably shouldn't even try to do all of the things that I'm going to talk to you about today. Maybe pick one or two, at the most three, and make a plan for those three. But these aren't commands, right? Some of them relate to disciplines in the Bible that God commands us to do. But my suggestions aren't commands. They're food for thought. These are things you could do this summer 
to help you grow, grow closer to Christ. And they're not a to-do list, right? Don't think of this as I got to check off all of these through the summer. These are suggestions for you, led by God's Spirit in your life, for you to decide what will work for you this summer spiritually. Now, I know that some of you already have very consistent spiritual routines in your life, right? Because I talk to you. Some of you are in small groups uh, that I lead. We spend time together. So I know that some of you already have very consistent spiritual disciplines in your life, spiritual routines in your life. And so for you, the plan, the commitment that maybe you need to make is just keep doing what you're already doing. To decide here, June 6, as we look to the rest of the summer, to decide, I'm not going to get lazy in what God is already using in my life. I already have these spiritual disciplines in my life. I already have these habits in my life that God has been using, the Holy Spirit has been using to transform my heart, make me love Jesus more, make me follow God more. These are already working, so your commitment needs to simply be, I'm not going to get away from that this summer. I'm not going to use the summer as an excuse to be lazy with what God has been doing in my life. And maybe for you, maybe you try one of the other things I'm going to suggest. But for the rest of us, if maybe you need to get some spiritual disciplines rolling in your life, here's some ways to start. The first one. Make time this summer for focused prayer every day. If you want to plan for how you could grow spiritually over the summer, just decide today, make a commitment. I'm going to have time for focused prayer every single day. Uh, Obviously, we can pray anywhere and at any time. Uh, we can pray short prayers, we can pray long prayers, we can pray in the car, right? Hopefully we keep our, keep our eyes open if we're driving. You can pray in the car, you can pray at meals, you can pray going from here to there. You, you can pray really fast prayers. Those are all great. What, what I would challenge you, though, is if you don't have a specific time every day where you are quiet with the Lord, where you talk to Him, where you listen for His voice, commit to that this summer. And I don't know how long to tell you it should be. That's for you and the Holy Spirit to figure out. Um, I wouldn't start with an hour. Like if this is new to you, I wouldn't start with an hour. You know, maybe five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes every day. This is my time. I'm going to get away from all of the distractions. I'm going to turn my electronics off. I'm going to carve out this time. It's going to be me and the Lord. Right? And I'm not trying to decide for you. But I I would suggest if you don't have that time, that's a really good place to start this summer. I'm going to find time every day, consistently, same time. Maybe it's before everybody else in your house gets up. Maybe it's after everybody goes to bed. Maybe there's a window at lunch that you can just give to the Lord and you could spend time in prayer for some of us. What would transform our spiritual lives over this summer and into the fall is we committed consistently to pray every single day. I don't mean prayer as an idea. I don't even mean I talk to God all of the time. I know what we mean. I talk to God all of the time too. But there's a difference between that and carving out a specific time every day to spend at least a few minutes 
in prayer. That would be one step that you might take. Here, here's another suggestion, just practical suggestion. Choose a section of the Bible, maybe one you've neglected, and just stay there this summer. Choose a section of the Bible, maybe one that you've shied away from, you, don't, you haven't read in a while, or you've never read, you're not very familiar with, and just decide, I'm going to stay right there all summer long. Right? Um, some, some sections of the Bible I've done this with in past summers. Minor prophets, I don't hang out in the minor prophets a lot. You probably don't hang out in the minor prophets a lot. I decided one summer, I'm just going to stay all summer right there. Uh, Paul's letters was one for me uh, over a summer. I just decided I'm just going to consistently read Paul's writings all through the summer. The Psalms has been one for me. I'm going to just dig deep all summer long into the Psalms, maybe adding the Proverbs. I'm just going to stay there. Uh, maybe, maybe for you it's one of the Gospels or two of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Maybe it's all of the Gospels. You just decide, I want to read the life of Jesus all through the summer. I want to stay right there. I want to spend time right there. Like a commitment, a plan, an action step for avoiding a spiritual slump this summer would be to decide on a section of the Bible and be in it all summer long. Another way you could do this is uh, you could study a character in the Bible. You could look for every time the Bible talks about David, every time uh, the Bible talks about Moses. You, you could stay with a specific character. You could stay in the same book all summer long. Like, uh, another way to get at this is to decide, I'm going to read a book. And then when I get done, I'm going to start over and I'm going to read that. I'm going to do this in June, July, August, all the way through the summer. I'm just going to keep dwelling in one book of the Bible, whatever book of the Bible God leads you to. Because you know, if, if you've read the Bible uh, consistently, you know every time through, like the Spirit speaks. The Spirit speaks in a new way. You see something you didn't see before, right? Or... or you're like me, you're reading and your mind wanders, right? And so the third time through, your mind doesn't wander in that passage and you, and you read something that your mind had kind of skipped out on the previous reading. Just dwelling in, staying in one particular book of the Bible. Every Monday and Friday, as a, as a tool, as a, as a help to our church, every Monday through Friday, I write a devotional on the church Facebook page, right? Like the church Facebook page, you'll get it every single day, Monday through Friday. Uh, it, right now, we just started 1 Kings, June and July. We're going to read 1 and 2 Kings, chapter at a time. You could jump in on that. 1 and 2 Kings could be your spot for this summer, along with the rest of us who are reading through 1 and 2 Kings. Just decide, I'm going to be in the Word in some fashion. I may... Maybe it's taking a book and just reading about five verses a day. Like you don't get extra points for speed reading. You, you don't really get extra points for quantity. Right? The Spirit moves just when we're in the Word. And so maybe for you, you want to take it slowly. You, you want to take five verses or ten verses a day and, and let God speak to you through those. Have a plan, though. Have a commitment that you're going to be in the Word. A related suggestion 
Listen to an audio version of the Bible this summer. The Bible app that we use, if you're on YouVersion or the Bible app right now and you're, you're scrolling through the notes with us uh, for the message uh, today, the Bible app will read the Bible to you. You can listen to the Bible on the Bible. There are many other apps that will read the Bible to you. There are many other ways that you can listen to the Bible. Maybe reading isn't your thing. It's, it's not what you enjoy. Fine. Listen to the Bible. Make a commitment that the first drive of the day, whatever that is, the first drive of the day you're going to give to listening to the Bible. I've talked to some of you and your commitment is driving to work every day, driving to work, you're going to listen to the Bible. That's going to be your time. Maybe it's the first 15 minutes of your workout, right? Your run, your, your workout, your exercise pattern, your, your walking. First 15 minutes, I'm going to give to listening to the Bible. Then you can turn your workout jams on and do whatever you want to after that. But first 15 minutes, I'm going to listen to the Word of God. A plan, a commitment. I'm going to get God's Word into my mind. I'm going to get God's Word into my life whether that's reading a specific section or finding a way to listen to the Word of God consistently, have a plan. Here's one that might stretch us. Commit to memorize some portion of Scripture this summer. Commit to memorize some portion of Scripture this summer. In our men's group, a few Saturdays ago, Dale and I were talking about how, you know, when we were younger, when we were kids... We memorized a lot of scripture, you know, college age. If you were committed to, your, to Christ through your college years, if you're going to a campus ministry, if you had some Christian friends, you kind of challenged each other to memorize scripture. Most of us went through, if we grew up in church, we went through a time when we really committed scripture to memory. Uh, our children's ministry, Wednesday nights, uh, when we have kids' life, they have a memory verse every single week, and they say it for the teacher, and they get a sticker, they get a prize, because we want to reinforce what Psalm 1 19 says, hide the word of God in your heart. Like put it deep in your heart. Have verses that you can just call to memory when you need it. Verses of encouragement. Verses that will strengthen you. Verses that will challenge you. Verses that will motivate you. Verses that will cause you to love God more and deeper. But as we get older, we kind of forget that discipline. We don't practice that as consistently. So, if it's been a while, practical suggestion, just a plan, maybe commit this summer to hiding some of God's Word in your heart. A, 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 verse, a, a verse a month. A verse a month would be more verses than most of us have memorized in a really long time. I'm, I'm guessing. Right, a verse every two weeks. A verse a week. Just committing it to memory. Hiding it in our hearts. Uh, another way to go about this would be to memorize a small section of Scripture, like the Beatitudes. About nine verses, just decide, I'm going to memorize that whole section. It's fairly similar. Each verse is fairly similar. It's not real hard to memorize. And that way you have a whole section that you've memorized. Or um, uh, Paul's commands when it comes to the armor of God. Like That's another great passage all goes together that you could hide in your mind, you could put in your heart over this summer. 
Philippians 2, 5 through 11, that beautiful passage of Jesus coming down to earth and being a servant and giving his life away, and then God exalted him to the heavens. That passage is a great one just to put in your heart and commit to memory. Maybe you work up to, to memorizing a whole chapter. I find a short chapter. I'm going to memorize this whole chapter. You can go from a verse a month all the way to memorizing a chapter. Here's one thing you could do. Second John is one chapter that's 13 verses. If you memorize 13 verses, you will have memorized an entire book of the Bible. Entire book. Third John is 14 verses. Right? So if you memorize 27 verses, you've memorized two entire books of the Bible. You can brag to all your friends, tell them you've memorized the whole book of the Bible. You don't have to tell them which one. Just tell them you memorized the book of the Bible. This, that's probably not a real good reason to do it. But you could put God's Word in your heart this summer. You could hide God's Word in your heart this summer. It's just a plan. It's just a, it's just a way to move beyond... I don't want to drift away from the things of the Lord and, and instead say, this is specifically how I want to draw near to the Lord this summer. This is the specific step I want to take to keep my heart on fire for the Lord this summer. Another suggestion. Use Right Now Media to watch a Bible study series. If you don't know, our church offers free to anybody who attends our church um, uh, an account with Right Now Media, which is just thousands and thousands of Bible studies and teachings and messages and biblical kids information. We offer it free. If you don't have one, email us, info at welcometojourney.com. Email us, say, hey, I don't have an account. We'll send you a link. You sign up for an account. And you, you can watch Christian teaching on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer, on your television, if you have a smart television. Uh, my wife does this often as she's getting ready in the morning because you can start it and stop it whenever you want. You can do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. You can just pause it and then you come back the next day and watch a little bit more. It's just a way to build spiritual growth into your daily routine. Every day, I'm going to put God's word every day. I'm going to put God's teaching into my mind. Spiritual growth then becomes not an idea, not a hope, not even a goal. Spiritual growth becomes a plan. Another suggestion. Read a Christian book or listen to a Christian book or podcast. Read or listen to a Christian book or podcast over the summer. Um, some of us do more reading in the summer. Uh, some of us don't. Uh, some of us uh, don't do more reading in the summer. Some of us don't do any reading in the summer. Some of us don't do reading, any reading, period. Fine. Listen, if you don't want to read, listen to a book that will encourage you, that will teach you more about the Word of God, about the person of Jesus, about the spiritual life. Find, find a Christian podcast that will encourage you and just commit, hey, I'm going to stay with this. I'm going to be in this. I'm going to feed my spirit. I'm going to feed my mind the things of God. Ask people you trust for suggestions. Like we, we live in 2021. There is an unending supply of spiritual resources. And 
Yes, some of them I do not recommend. Some of them aren't helpful, but many of them are. We have all of these ways, if we just take advantage of them, of encouraging our hearts, encouraging in our, our spirits to grow in the Lord. Another suggestion. Connect or reconnect with someone who encourages you spiritually. Connect or reconnect with someone who encourages you spiritually. Like, whose spiritual life do you look up to? Do you respect? Or, or, or who in the past was a, a friend, a teacher, a mentor to you spiritually? Take the initiative and say, hey, can we have breakfast? I just want to spend some time around you again. Can we have lunch? Let's get coffee. I would say that all of the spiritual disciplines that you might consider, all of the spiritual steps that you might consider for most of us will be more effective if you do that with somebody else. You know, if you decide to read a Christian book over the summer, and so you, you get a, a really good book to read by a, a really faithful author, and then you find a friend who will read the same book, and the two of you can go to breakfast a couple times over the summer and say, hey, this is what I saw, this is what I'm learning, this is what I found out. If you want to listen to a podcast, find somebody who will listen to the podcast and then go have coffee together and say, hey, what did you hear? What did you learn? This is what I learned. This is what I saw. If you're going to memorize scripture, find somebody who will memorize the same passage with you so that you can encourage one another. You, you can challenge one another. You can compete against one another. Whatever, whatever helps. Often spiritual disciplines are more effective in our lives when we find somebody who will share that discipline with us. It comes down to somebody taking the initiative. It comes down to somebody deciding, hey, I need to initiate this. I find that more and more, and maybe we'll blame it on social media because it's easy to blame everything on social media, but I find more and more People kind of stand back and wait for somebody else to initiate, especially when it comes to important matters like this. You be the one to initiate. You be the one to make that invitation. Say, hey, would you do this with me? Can we do this together? Don't ask a perfect stranger, okay? That's weird. But somebody you know, somebody you have a relationship with, hey, could we do this this summer? This is what I think the Lord wants me to do. Would you do this with me? One final suggestion. Commit to share your faith with one or two people this summer. Commit to share your faith with one or two people this summer. Some of you have a neighbor, a friend, a family member that you're burdened for. Maybe you pray for them consistently. Every time you're around them, you're praying that God would get a hold of their life, that they would see their need for Jesus but, but you haven't stepped into that conversation yet. Why not make a commitment this summer that if God even cracks the door, you're going to step in and share your faith with that person. You're going to tell them what Jesus means to you, why you believe Jesus, why you follow Jesus. Or maybe there's not a specific person on your heart today but as we begin the summer, you could begin to pray, God, give me somebody to share my faith with this summer. And then give me the courage to have that conversation. 
wherever it is, keep me aware. Because here's what I've found. God always honors that prayer. I don't know if you've ever prayed that prayer. But if you've prayed the prayer, God, give me somebody to share my faith with, I've found God always answers that prayer. He always brings somebody. Maybe not that day or that week. God always brings somebody into your path and whispers, that's the But sometimes we're, we're not expecting that moment. We're not looking for that moment. So my suggestion to you is say to God, beginning today, God, I want to share my faith with somebody this summer. Bring them in across my path and give me the courage to share my faith. Share your faith with one or two people this summer as a way to honor God as a way to grow in your faith, as a way to participate in what God is doing here on earth. Now, here's what we're going to do. It's a long list. It's a lot of things to think about. I don't want you to leave with just a long list that you've probably forgotten half of them. I want us to make a commitment this Sunday. I want us to make a commitment. I'm not Checking your homework on this, all right? I'm not following up behind you. But I do want to give you a specific way to make a commitment. Everybody take out your phones, right? Everybody, those of you who haven't been on Instagram this whole time, take out your phones. Everybody else, uh, log out of Instagram. I, I want you to text the word SUMMER to this number, or you can scan the QR code, whichever works for you. Okay, if you're new, this doesn't like put a virus on your phone. We don't start tracking you that you know of. Um, uh, so text SUMMER to 470-450-4775 or scan the QR code. You're going to be sent a link that will take you to a form that has all the things I just talked about on it. All the things I just talked about. And it has other at the bottom. All right? I don't want to presume to know. I don't want to presume to think that I know every way God wants you to grow this summer. God may have already put something on your heart. I didn't cover it. All right, There's an other at the bottom. But I want you just as a, just as a step. Again, I, I'm not going to know what you committed to. I, I, I'm not going to know who clicked what. Um, but just as a step of a, a, of a plan, I want you to pick one. Okay, maybe two, no more than three. Any more than three, you're going to have too many and you're not going to do any, right? Too many and you won't do any. That's just the way we are. Pick one, maybe two, no more than three. God, this summer, I want to make a commitment to draw closer to you. And here's my commitment. And yes, you may get home today and the Holy Spirit may confirm that. He may, he may give you details of how you're going to do that. He may totally redirect you. He may say, hey, that was good. I wanted you to, to, to make a commitment, but here's really what I want you to do. That's fine. Just this morning, just before we leave, right? so, so that we don't hear this information as an idea and leave the building and it's still an idea. Let's leave the building and have a plan. This is the one I want to commit to 
for this. So if you're watching online, you can do the same thing. The graphic came up. You can do the same thing. I don't know if the QR code will work online, but you, you can text the summer to that number. That form is going to come up. You can join us. You can commit. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping when we get the big picture of, of this commitment, we're able to say, you know what? 20 people in our church committed to memorize scripture this summer. Yay. Yay. Ten people committed that we're going to share their faith with one. Just so you know, you're not alone this morning. You're not alone in this commitment. All over the room, people are making a commitment. We want to encourage one another to grow spiritually in the Lord. If you weren't here two weeks ago, I kind of kicked off this series by making this statement. Habits that are established in the summer often carry over to the fall. Habits that are established in the summer often carry over to the fall. Now, two weeks ago, I, I used that statement mainly in a negative context. Context is I was warning you, like if we get spiritually lazy over the summer, most people don't just bounce right back to spiritual commitment in the fall. Right? That, that distance that we have with God through the summer tends to carry over to the fall. But that same idea, habits that are established in the summer often carry over to the fall. That same idea works from a positive perspective too. I just think some of you, you're going to commit to a prayer time this summer and you're going to spend a part of your day quiet before the Lord, praying with Him, and you're going to get to the fall and you're not going to want to give that up. It's going to, it's going to become so meaningful to you. That moment, those minutes, however long they're, they will have ministered so much to your heart you're not going to get to September and go, well, I'm done with that. I did that through the summer. You're going to be changed by that. If you, if you honestly seek the Lord and, and are faithful to share your faith with someone this summer, you're going to get to the fall and think, I, I, I could do that again. But there's other people I know who need the life-changing message of Jesus. You're going to read a section of the scripture and you're going to realize, I, I need to read more. Like That section made me wonder about this section, and so I, I need to read that section. Habits that are formed in, in the summer. Like spiritual disciplines that you build in the summer are going to carry over to the fall. As, as the Proverbs writer said, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads the plans that we're making today, they're going to lead to gain in our spiritual lives. They're, they're, they're going to lead to a gain of encouragement for some of us, gains of strength for some of us, gains of trust in the Lord because we planned to grow spiritually. Now, let's finish. Let's finish with the why question. Why do any of this at all? Why spend the whole day talking about all of these practical actions? Why do this at all? And, and the why is not so I can say that I did it. The, the why is not so that I feel better than other people because of what I did spiritually. So the why is not, well, I did the to-do list that makes me a better person. 
The why is Jesus. Why we would spend time in prayer. Why we would spend time in His Word. Why we would commit His Word to memory. The, the why is Jesus. That He is glorious and beautiful and good and gracious and loving and kind. And if He is that, if we believe Jesus is all of that, if we believe Jesus changes lives and gives us eternity in heaven, if, if we know we once were lost but now we're found, if, if we know I was dead in my sins and I'm alive in Christ, if, if we believe in that Jesus, wouldn't we want to draw close to Him? Wouldn't we want to understand Him more fully? Wouldn't we want to talk to Him more consistently? Wouldn't we want to obey Him more completely? Wouldn't we want to worship Him in a way that glorifies Him? The why, the why is Jesus. That we want to know and follow and worship and enjoy Jesus. So I challenge you, I challenge you to make yourselves available this summer. Just make yourself available to what he wants to do. Open your heart. Just say, God, I am available to grow in Christ this summer. Let's pray. God, we declare and we thank you that Jesus is worthy and glorious and beautiful. He is worth everything that we could give him. He is gracious and loving and kind. Why wouldn't we want to know that Jesus more this summer? Why, why wouldn't we want to... Put the words of that Jesus into our hearts and minds even more. This summer. Why wouldn't we want to share the message of that Jesus with more people this summer? Jesus is our why. And so, because of Jesus, help us to leave today with a renewed commitment to live for Him this summer. To resist the tug that would pull us away from Him. To resist the spiritual laziness that would cause us to get distant from Him. Help us to love Jesus this summer. In our minds, in our hearts, in our actions, in our obedience, in our worship. Help us to be available. The band's going to sing a song over it. Maybe you're still praying through the commitment that God wants you to make. I just want this to be a time where you allow these words to, to fall on your mind and on your heart. If you want to continue in prayer where you are, do that. You don't have to stand. You don't have to sing. Let's make this summer a summer of growing closer to Jesus.